Did you see? He yeah. po- we posted a video the other day. Mm-hmm. Michael switched teams. He's got an official team now. Yeah, well, Manolas, 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 uh, Manolas, uh, oh, uh, well, it's not official or anything. What is that? Inter- but I can't be supporting a team that's not in Champions League. Oh. But you see this? People th- thinking I'm a Milan fan. Yo, and look stuff, at this. You know? They switched to Inter now. You said no phones. It's like it, it's like you're not gonna love your wife unless she has 34 uh, deep breasts. <laughs> what is that? Exactly? <laughs> I got to do with anything, man. I don't understand. Off the table. Easy. <laughs> you're surrounded by Inter fans now. You're gonna have one here and one here. You're like a triangle of uh, Nerazzurri. And he's blue What is up, everybody? And welcome back to Italian Football TV. First podcast after the seasons have ended. Uh, we got Ludovico back on. Ludo, always. Hello, everyone. Hello, cultural fans. So <laughs> it's always nice to have Ludo. Everybody's been asking for you, especially the Napoli fans. The Napoli fans. But women or men have been asking for me. They've been asking for you. They've been asking men or women. Uh, I don't know. Mostly men. We'll send them your numbers below and we'll see what you get. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's not do that. Antonio, how you feeling right now? It's a week after your emotions have sent. I'm always always been fine. You've always been fine, and you still feel good. Antonio, Antonio, right now is in La La Land. It's like a. A woman that's waiting for a pregnant test, a pregnancy test, to see if she's pregnant or not. <laughs> anxious, right? She does anxious. Am I Listen, pregnant? Oh, I am not pregnant. <laughs> that's what he's like. Tonic. What's going to happen with my team? Where am I going to be next year? What's going to happen? Is he it true you're know. a little bit on the nerves? <laughs> no. A lot of questions. I think everybody is over here. We all don't know what's the happening. The problem is the pressure is on all of you guys no, no, because no. you guys are the big guns. So you know what? <laughs> You're going nowhere. None of you go. Which anywhere. guns? Piontek's guns? The- oh! <laughs> boom, boom. You see this Conte is going to cost you so much money. You're doing nothing. Nine Do million not a year. Money. 11, 11, 11 million, 11 million dollar a year. It's okay. That's the same price we pay for Mourinho. What happened? Then? Look. Okay, let's, <laughs> let, let's start off because we haven't, We'll start with Antonio Conte and Inter officially announced since the last time we recorded an episode. Like you guys have already said, he's the most expensive coach in the history of Serie A, tied with Jose Mourinho from the treble-winning Inter team. Um, Fifth most expensive in world football right now. He goes to Inter amidst all the UEFA fans that are upset and all the Inter fans who are still, I think, learning. Are we happy? Are we not happy? But Peter, as Peter said, once he starts winning, he thinks that all the Inter fans are going to forget about it. Only makes sense. 100%. Ludo, what do you think about the move? What do you think about Conte at Inter? Well, after, after what happened the past 12 months in the, uh, in the Inter uh, locker room and then Marotta came in, let's not forget that Marotta and Conte, they're really, they're really close. And that's Marotta brought uh, Conte to Juventus years ago. That... Um, the locker room needed discipline. It needs discipline. It needs structure. It needs to needs to know who's the boss in the locker room, and that what happened last year must not happen again in the uh, in the future. And Conte is the right coach to put that into uh, into so uh, perspective. What happened in the locker room, Luca? Uh, Luca. Well, a lot of things that happened in the locker room. I think those things started happening even before Marotta uh, came about. But then you have a coach like. Uh, like Spalletti, that the club does not back you up. And now Spalletti goes in front of the reporters and he has to take all these questions and he has to answer all these questions, but you have nobody really to back you up. You don't have a club to back you up. But now I think Conte has that. Marotta started, is starting a fresh new year. Certain people are going to leave. 
certain people are going to come, but there has to be a structure, respect in the uh, in the locker room. But you still uh, didn't uh, explain to me exactly what actually happened on the locker room. Is that the Cardi story with, uh, with everything? The Everything What's with the, everything? Uh, the, the well, well, everything. You had also the Croatians know. that wanted to that wanted to leave in uh, in January. Oh, oh. And, Perisic, uh, Perisic. Perisic and the you know guys no, not it, getting uh, guys not getting uh, along. So basically, you you have mm. you you need structure. You need discipline. And contest that you, you have that. to reunite the locker room. That's the bottom line. The coach. The first thing a new coach must do is bring the locker room together. Reunite the locker room. Anto, what do you, no. what do you think let, about the move? Let me just say something, okay? It's all you. What happened to me into the Inter's locker room has been done by design. Your uncle, it was right. <laughs> okay, we, but you said this last time. No, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> okay, say it one more time. <laughs> one more time. Say it one more time. Maybe Ludo didn't see the podcast Maybe last he didn't. Time. What happened is with the Sicardi story with it Bandanara calling, uh, calling the shots and they're not feeding my husband enough balls and he should be playing with Lautaro and all that stuff and then they take the captainship away from him. Is the deal. The fact that they knew that Conte was already coming. Conte has been known that was going to Inter for a long time. Even though they make you believe we just signed because well, you Two, three months. Won it. Oh, they know it for a long time. So this Paletti, we knew he's not capable to, uh, to uh, you know, run on even a kindergarten uh, squad. Imagine if he's going to have to run, uh, you know, uh, a major league soccer uh, like, uh, like Inter. Not that Inter is a great team, but, you know, let's put it... You know, on the contest that they spend a lot of money, so they deserve to be, uh, okay. you know, paid attention a little bit. But Icardi's value has been, you know, by the sign devalued just because Icardi was rumored to go to Juventus for a long time. And the fact that uh, they took the captainship away from him is just to, to get him, to, get, to send a signal to him and to all the fans that this guy is, <coughs> not gonna be, is no longer going to be the captain of the team and we don't want him anymore. He's been benched even when he was not ready, even when he was ready to play. So this is what... The, but I believe this is just, it makes perfect sense to me. When you put the puzzle together, you see that Icardi was benched for a reason. Was benched to have his value coming down. Yeah, yeah. Juventus buying for half of the value. Because Icardi, so before, what, why Icardi would before this whole Inter? mess, what would that do to let Inter? me explain to you. Before this whole mess happened, Icardi was valued at 100, 150 million dollars. Yeah. Am I wow. right or yeah. wrong? Okay. Okay. So what is the value of Icardi right now? Tell me. They're saying 70. 70. Oh, so, 60, so we 70. went from 150 yeah. to 70. So who's, who do you think is paying? Uh, is, uh, is yeah, but that's money a loss to Inter. Yeah, but it's a gain for Juventus. What do you but think? what does that have to do with Inter and, and he Juventus? He has to do Those it. So well, he I'm, has so to Ando, do it. Listen to me. Inter takes away the captain armband. Inter sits Icardi so he can devaluatize. You don't understand. So that way you can okay, let me explain to you in English. Oh. I watch a lot of movies over there. What were you speaking before? Italian. <laughs> let me explain to you in English. You do not understand, probably all of you, that Conte... And uh, they're working for Juventus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 Antonio, I have a question for you. Oh, do you think? Yes. What, what do you think uh, Conte can can hide do for the limoncello <laughs> What do you think Conte could do for this Inter? <laughs> He's another uh, third place, third place coach. Oh come on, come uh, on! No more than that. Me, Peter, and I—we filmed something where we talked about this, and I think that maybe fourth, <laughs> maybe fourth or fifth. Man, I don't know. Okay, even go down a little more. I'll give you another minute. They're gonna be relegated. <laughs> um, Peter and I were both saying that we think Conte is really good for this Inter because he's able to win with players who are never really unbelievable players. So even the guys that they have now, 
but also bringing in players like Godin and they're saying Barella and Jack or Zap or um, who's the other striker Lukaku. Lukaku. Players like this, they fit Conte's system. So I think that they have a solid foundation where Conte was the best suited coach on the market for Agreed. Inter, and they signed him. So I think it's a huge plus for Inter, and I think that this is the start of something really important for all Inter fans. And he gets the best from his players. He's able to motivate the players. He did a wonderful job with the Italian national team with the talent that he had at his disposal. He did a wonderful job by... By uniting the locker room, that's the most important thing. To be a successful coach, you must have the entire locker room. And of course, a solid club behind you that backs you up. That's where the victory starts, in the locker room. Not, with the, not on the field, in the locker room. You have to unite everyone. Mike, what do you think about it? Because um, you've been going crazy. Yeah, I think this is the best thing that Inter's done in a very long time. The best thing they've done since I can remember, to be honest. Conte is a huge coach. Uh, I know Marco was pissed about it. I was busting Marco's Marco shots a lot. This, Conte could bring Inter to the level that Spalletti couldn't. Spalletti secured Champions League for Inter. Inter and now Conte could really, if he gets the right tools for what his team, he's gonna win the he can League? really fight uh, Juve for the Scudetto. And I, I definitely think he could take Napoli's second place like that from them and actually... Be, be Ludo, very defend close. yourself. Defend I'm, yourself. I'm just being honest with you. It, it can. Be, it, I, I'm not doubting it. I'm not yeah. uh, questioning it. it. It can happen. It can. Even Napoli needs needs players. Even Napoli <laughs> needs to bless, bless the truth. But uh, Inter remains remains to be seen. It all happens on the you know what happens in the uh, transfer uh, market. Bless. The players that they're able to get. Mm -hmm. If Icardi is uh, is staying. But going back to Spalletti, I believe he is a great coach. It's just that the past two clubs that he coached, Roma and Inter, he had a deal with a couple of hot potatoes that other coaches did not have to deal with. Meaning Totti in Roma, when retire, not to retire, his fault, the club. It's easy for the club to throw out a tweet, oh, we took the captain's armband away from, uh, from Icardi and gave it to Andanovic. But it's... Yeah. No, Spalletti that has to go in front of the cameras seven yeah. days a week yeah. and answer hundreds of questions from reporters. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the club hides behind the tweet. And he takes all the criticism. You're pushing every single one of his buttons. This is like that a guy is the <laughs> biggest idiot no, I have I, ever I, seen. I don't think so. I think that guy players, is the biggest idiot I he has ever seen. I think players he like him. I know. He's direct with the players. He doesn't lie. He's also. I also. He's direct with the players. He speaks truthful to the players. He talks to them. Every, so I, I I think he is a good coach. But the past couple of clubs, he hasn't... I, I also respect his professionalism a lot. I think that Agreed. he's... Um, everything that came out, you know, his brother passed away, yet he still hid it from the team to not distract them. Um, you know, he's going through a really tough time. So I respect his professionalism, and I think he always respected Inter. Whether you agree or whether you don't agree, don't that's what I think. Juventus? And I think that... Listen, th I'll explain why. I think that Michael was getting at a good point where Spalletti's a very good coach. I would not say he's a great coach. I think he's a person that could take you to that next level, but that level caps out at about a Champions League spot, where Conte could take a team, I mean, he could Conte could take a team even lower, and get them to be able to challenge for a spot. So Conte, to me, is a great coach. Spalletti's a very good coach. So it's an upgrade Conte in had his sense. first season in the Premier League, he won it. 
And for a season with Juventus. And the season before Chelsea were in what, 12th place or something? I think 7th or 8th okay, place. So maybe I was exaggerating. But, but anyway, it's, remember, I, I still also think this guys, is very big for Remember, them. the success of a coach, it also based on how many goalposts you, 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 the team hits. You know, today I scored, tomorrow I'm going to hit the, uh, the goalpost. Yeah. We lost, we tied because we hit three crossbars. And then, of course, that locker room. You have to have the locker room on your side. Conte if you don't have, have the locker room, well, that's what happened to Chelsea then the second year? Well, uh, he kicked out Diego Costa. That, he kicked out Diego Costa, but the, but the club was not behind him. I think that yeah, Inter is much think, more behind correct, Conte yeah. than that, Chelsea was. Right. And I think we've seen at Chelsea, look what they're doing with Sadi, who did an incredible job with them. They already don't want to keep him. So Chelsea's got a different problem where Conte, he won in his first season. His second year, he wasn't doing that bad. He didn't get the signings that he determined. So I wouldn't put that really against him, what happened with the locker room. I think that at Inter, he's the got more has to back up the he, coach. And I yeah. think that Zang, you could see that they really want a Conte. So let, I, I, let's shift focus to Milan. No, Milan, no, no, no. We're not finished with not? this yet. Okay, finish up. <laughs> so <laughs> since you brought it up, Allora, La Campagna Quisti, the, 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 the new players that Inter is buying, or there's been rumored to, uh, to, to bring on board, they, who do you think? Uh, 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 Godin, Barella, I know, Chiesa, but did Conte had anything to say about those things? Or of was course, just of course. Marotta? Oh, of course. Okay, of course. Hey, don't forget that just Conte on the paper was just signed last week. Doesn't yeah. matter. Listen, uh, in, the, in, the, in the end, I think that Spalletti already knew once Marotta got in mm. that he was on his way out. And then also the other things that happened, but he was very professional about how he maintained his position as the head coach and making sure that Inter reached its objectives. Saying this, I'm not saying that Marotta, once he got there, he knew already who his coach was going to be. But you do not somebody uh, in one day, in a sense mm -hmm. that this is something that's yeah, been planned. working. It's not planned. necessarily that it's official or it's going to happen, but you make contacts two, three months before, and you, you, uh, you, know, you plant the seed. Then from there, Conte, He's already sp spoken with Marotta and management on what players he wants, what type of players he's looking for, and what he sees, uh, you know, where he sees Inter next and year. Who and, go and, and who should stay? Yeah. Who should go, who, who should stay, what decision? I think technical decisions have to be made by him. And besides that, it all stems from strong management. If the management is behind the coach, the coach is going to be able to succeed. If the management does not give 100% to his coach, you're going to have a lot of problems because everybody's going to sense it. The yeah. players, the people working it within uh, the, the the Societa, journalists, um, the fans, the everyone. Everything yeah. is going to happen. Okay. okay? Right. So I think Conte, but just to make my point, Conte is probably the best coach available right now. No, definitely. And Inter made the best decision being able to get somebody that has already brought a team from no man's land, where Juventus was seven years ago, yep. right? To what it is now. And, it, you know, maybe not the only person, uh, you know, to to thank for uh, what I'm saying. Juventus is, you know, Conte is not the only one that, that brought Juventus where it is right now. But he was a big part of it. And he could potentially be Inter's big part. Because we do have a young defense with Skriniar, De Vrij, and then you add Godin. You do have... Potential, potentially good players in the in the midfield, uh, Brozovic. Then you have uh, you know additions of Barello or maybe Keza, Politano, who I thought it was if a they great a good playmaker. You know, so I mean, there's a lot of there's a there's potential here. There's potential. And you're gonna have a lot of, and people I think, of those great players on the benches too, right? 
Well, listen, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot you of have, Listen, you have to, if you're in Champions League, you have to spend money. You have to be able to spend money for the team. Inter was in fourth place this year. They have to spend money to get anywhere close to you. What makes you think that Conte is not going to screw up the same way he screw up with no, Chelsea? With the Antonio, Costa, Antonio, with Antonio, Antonio, Antonio Costa. Why, what, makes you, what makes you think that that's not going to happen on the Inter? There's no such thing Wait, as... Wait, let me remind you something, both all of you. Spalletti, this year, okay, before the championship starts, at the first two, three games, it was, uh, you know, about... When we got the bicycle, that's what he said. I keep remembering this, this <laughs> quote from him. We got the bicycle, now we have dobbiamo pedalare. Yes, we have but certain, things, hap- certain okay. things happen that what ruin happened? his... What, what happened? happened? We discussed this. Okay, but as long as, the club, as long as the club backs you up. not Antonio, not everything is going to go smooth yeah. throughout the, throughout yeah, the season. But this. you have Antonio. to have a club that has to back you up, that has to back up the coach. I got news. The project. You, you have Anto, to Anto, back Anto. up the project. Please, listen, we, we talked about this so much. I think that we you got we understand your point. We understand everybody's okay. point. I think you made it very clear. Talking <laughs> about clubs and backing up players, let's talk about Milan. Mm-hmm. Since we last recorded a podcast, Gattuso was the coach. Leonardo was a direttore sportivo. Now Gattuso is no longer the coach. He was um, he resigned. Um, and Leonardo, and Leonardo also down. stepped down, resigned. It seems like Maldini is going to take the role where, where, where Leonardo was. And there Sporting was director. through this seven days, we've heard many names. It went from Inzaghi is going to be the coach, Gasperini could be the coach, Giampaolo. to where now, today, as it stands, it seems like Giampaolo, who is Sampdoria's coach, um, is going to be it. Before we get your opinion, I think that. I think Inzaghi would have been a very good option for Milan. Um, and I think Giampaolo is another great option. I know he's not the name that Milan fans want, but he plays good football. He comes he from that um, that mindset of Saki and Sari where they love possession of the ball. I think he's a maestro. He, I think what he did at Sampdoria was really good. Mm-hmm. Again, of course, Milan are not in Champions League. It's gonna be it's very hard for them to take a big name coach. I know that you want it, but I think Giampaolo is a good option. And I think that finally, after how many years, they have a real tactician at the helm at Milan if they do get Giampaolo, and I think it will be a good option. What do you think about Giampaolo? Listen, first of all, Gattuso didn't do bad. Gattuso was just a point away, and uh, Inter, just uh, like uh, four or five minutes, just uh, on the verge of screwing up the biggest the biggest upsetting of the of the campionato, which I uh-huh. was just hoping and praying for it. Don't you remember? I mean, yes, I, said, I remember. If in those five minutes, those two balls <laughs> yeah. will have gone in, Inter will be no It would have been all different. And I, it, it would have been talking about Conte and all of this uh, mm-hmm. bullshit. I guess, I guess you, I, I guess, Anto, you have no saints in paradise. Anto was a wow. okay. So what do you easy, think about, so easy. how do you feel about Giampaolo? Because you do too much Malocchio instead okay. of playing. <laughs> okay, again, Gattuso for me is one, yes, is the biggest surprise of the, the, the campionato because number one, he showed great leadership inside the locker room and outside the locker room. I agree with the leadership. There were several situations that they could have been handled in a different way that Gattuso think he handled the best. Okay? He always took responsibility. Took full responsibility when something went wrong and when something went a little bit out of the locker room, he brought everybody in and uh, everything died over there. Nobody, nobody transpired outside of the locker room anymore. As far as Giampaolo comes on, it's not my favorite player, but it was one of my top three. I, I'm cool. I'm, Who are your top three? I'm cool. Gasparini is the number one okay. for me. So, he's uh, staying at Atalanta. So Ancelotti was two? another one that I always liked, but I know his Napoli is gonna is gonna stay with Ancelotti. But uh, Giampaolo was uh, the number three. I always liked Giampaolo the way uh, he coached uh, Sampdoria. I not think now, not this year, the last few years. Well, he's also been hit with Sampdoria, who sold a lot of their best players, and he's tried to make things work. I think that if you look back at his team from last year, if you gave him Toreda, 
and you give him Zapata, if they would have kept him, I think they would easily have been fighting for a Champions League so, spot like Atalanta. That's Gian how good Paolo, of a coach he is. Gian Paolo fits perfectly into philosophy of the AC Milan. I agree. And, uh, I think that... Uh, he, you know, with few minor little changes, Simulan doesn't need a lot of players. Eh? I know we we have financial fair play and all of this situation, but Simulan doesn't need a lot of a lot of players. You I know, think, I think I think on that I don't agree. Just but anyway, because what you, you, but just because they buying all of those things and they're taking all of those players, well, the team needs to go you spend more team, money than they No, I think. Listen, Gianpaolo, we've seen in Serie A is a great coach. Uh, he reinvented himself in Sampdoria. It was a little bit of time where. We haven't really seen him, but he, what he was able to do with Sampdoria in the past two years, you can say he deserves a chance for the top team. I don't know if – it all depends what Milan's objective is because I do not think that Milan's objective for next year is anything more than fourth place. So if that's something that management has doubts. decided, then Gianpaolo could be the, good, the right coach. I think you have to be able to get players that can play under his style. I think – Unlike what uh, Antonio says, you do have to make some changes. You have some potentially sh uh, strong players. You have a young Italian defense. You have uh, Paqueta and Piontek. And now it's Encutrone, of course. And now you have to build around that uh, you know, spine, pretty much. Giampaolo, unfortunately, I don't know what he can offer because he's never been a coach for a top team. It's one thing coaching Sampdoria. It's another thing coaching Milan. And... It, and uh, it could be very stressful for him, but you never know until you actually have uh, the chance. So that's pretty much my well, idea. Don't jump at me. <laughs> Let me uh -oh. finish my, uh, my concept. I strongly believe that before Milan is able to win again and to go back to its glory days, it's going to take a few years. Meaning, Milan is changing strategy. They're bringing in this new uh the 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 manager uh, gazidis an international uh, uh face an international uh, uh manager and he's getting uh, maldini as a sporting director milan is changing philosophy because of many reasons they want to find young talent they want to basically build a hunt, uh, an under 23 team get the young talent and of course grow them in-house, they already have a great, uh, a great keeper in the under-20, uh, the, uh, the national team. So basically, they want to grow the talent. For that to happen, it's going to take a few years to develop that talent. Now it's up to, to uh, Maldini to find the right, um, the right scouts, the right people, and bring in the right talent and not make the same mistakes that were made in the past. Milan cannot afford to make any mistakes financially. So that's where the management, that's where the new Milan is headed for the, for the future, for the next few years. It's going to take time. Nothing's going to happen. Be happy if next year you're going to reach Europa League. Now, as far as Giampaolo, I strongly believe that Giampaolo, like Marco was saying, together with Sarri and together with Saki, I call those coaches maestro. I'm going to give you an example between a regular coach and a maestro. A regular coach is like in, um, in movies. No, no, no. In movies, a regular coach is the director. The director of, of a movie. Or a singer. Mm. Just a singer. A maestro is someone that directs 
but also writes the script. In singing, sings but writes his own songs. Come so they're able to develop this talent. They're able to, <laughs> they're able to play, to have teams to play in a certain way and, and, and bring upon the players a certain philosophy yep. of play. So you have coaches. Okay, I'm coaching. That's it. But those guys, the Giampaolo, the Sarri, those guys are maestros. They're actually teachers. They're composers. Would you put Gasparini in there? Um, Gasparini, yes, yes and no. Gasparini is able to build a team b uh, based on uh, uh, physical uh, strength, the way he prepares the team before the, uh, the season starts, by the, uh, the locker room, young talent, and bringing the best out of them. Gasparini, we would have to wait another season in order to really see how he deals in, uh, in, uh, in Europa, in, uh, in Champions mm -hmm. League. But remember, even two years ago, he came very close to getting to Champions League. So yes, at this point, I would include also Gasperini in the maestro scenario. So Milan is very lucky to have a coach like Giampaolo. They bring beautiful soccer. They're able to change cards on the table. They're not just coaches. They're actually teachers. So did you yeah. officially sign? Yes or no? No, no, no. no. So, but it's, that's my perspective on Milan. <laughs> not, it's not official, but... At this point, if it's He's not okay, Giampaolo, but, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I want to happen. Mm -hmm. This is my ideal scenario, and I I texted you this. Sadly. Okay, so for me personally, I think it would be amazing for the league and also for Milan and also for Juventus. I think if Guardiola went to Juventus, and then Sarri could go to Milan. No way. I think no that way. No I, way. I know he doesn't like Sarri. I don't like. But him. I think Sarri, like mm. I said, with Giampaolo. He's a step above Giampaolo, but he's also of that poison. mindset of Saki that would fit yeah. they at all AC from Milan. The, they're all from the same school. They exactly. all come from the same philosophy That's my of, theory of, of, of Saki. Yes, so I, I think agree. it would be beautiful, and it would get that name that most Milan fans want, which is Sarri, who wants to leave Chelsea. Listen, I know you don't Nobody like him. Nobody wants Sarri at AC Milan. <laughs> Many you. people want Sarri at AC Milan. I'm doing this for the betterment. No, I think you're not doing it for us. Just... just just think about your own Juventus. Don't worry about us. <laughs> we don't need you. I'm just saying. Okay? For me, that's what I would want. Okay. I know that you well, don't want it, also, but I think, I think we could all agree, besides Antonio, that Sadi is a, a bigger upgrade to Giampaolo. Yeah. No, and not, not, not at I, all. I can say all. for the first time, uh, Milan is actually choosing a coach and not a scapegoat. Yes. The past three, three Zaghi, you had all these guys. They're choosing a, a coach used, for the future. You use the legends. The so that way, that way you don't have to spend any money. Right, you, or you spend players and whatever. If it doesn't work, you say, "Oh, it was Sedor's fault. Oh, it was Inzaghi's fault, and oh, it was Gattuso's fault." That's what they did. As, as compared as to what to you guys, that you you choose uh, Spalletti. No, you're telling me. You're telling me. I'm that telling Spalletti, you, you that Milan, coach? because they did not want to spend money, or because they didn't have a true uh, objective, they were able to use these scapegoats in the past. Berlusconi mm -hmm. at the time was ready to go. Uh, you know, he didn't want to spend much more money than the Chinese ownership. Then uh, you know uh, what's the, what's the team? Elliot has the control now. There's actually some sort of leadership and bringing back Paolo Maldini. They were not easy eighteen months for Gattuso. Guys, I just got a breaking news. It says Spalletti is a new coach of AC Milan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. He's about to throw it will game. never happen. What would you do if that would happen? It will never happen. If, if it just, I will go over there and I will just, uh, just. Uh, Please. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, anything, anything can happen. Hey, can Nothing happen. can surprise never. me anymore never, in today's never gonna happen. Okay, we got we got to talk about the Juventus coaching, especially we got Ludovico <laughs> here. 
I'll set the foreground of what's happening right now. Um, there's still rumors. Um, the the basis of the rumors are that Sadi is expected to sign with Juventus um, by Wednesday. They're saying that he's supposed to leave Chelsea and sign for Juve. There's still some reports that Pep Guardiola is a possibility. Whether it's true, whether it's going to happen, we don't know. They're saying Manchester City might get hit with a two-year UEFA ban, actually. Um, And their appeal would only be able to to get rid of one year, so they'd be excluded from the Champions League. It didn't come out today. At the time of filming, it's not out. Let's talk about Sadi. Because Guardiola, I think we could all say. Guardiola, if you could get Guardiola, you take Guardiola. Sadi at Juventus. Um, before we get Ludo... Guardiola also, I forgot to include him in the, my okay. category. I agree with that, 100%. Yes. Before we get Ludo, because I know he's going to have an emotional feeling about Sarri. <laughs> Peter, what do you think about Sarri at Juve? I mean, Sarri, what he's, what he's been able to do with Napoli, you know, and what Ludo said, he's one of those maestros where he's able to create this style of, of football that is, you know, uh, unlike so many other coaches and you can see the actual beautiful play but also get results out of it i mean what the results did he get on on. with with napoli he was able to get the most points for napoli and if it was and if it wasn't for certain events and then also juventus just having that super squad super squad napoli would have should would have and should have won the scudetto last year okay four point difference but there was there was things that that happened that that could have that could have changed everything i mean Besides all that, he goes to Chelsea now, where it's a bigger stage than Napoli. There's more money to be spent, more pressure. Um, able to get a Champions League spot, able to get the Europa League. It's listen, Europa League might not be a big deal, but Milan was losing to I don't know who, and Chelsea's winning the, the cup. That the the Europa League. Italian one is the more Chelsea. important than the Champions League <laughs> and third place yeah. too, not and just th- Champions yeah. League. Third, third place, above Tottenham. Okay, above so, Tottenham. I disagree, and okay. then. I totally disagree. With and that. then, uh, besides all that, I think Sarri now. It's interesting to see what he's able to do if he goes to Juventus. What he's able to do with Juventus, because I think there's not much change that has to happen with Juventus with his style of play. If you remember his Napoli team, he had Callejon on one side, uh, Insigne, Mertens on the other, and then a main striker. That was Benitez's team. Yeah, it was Benitez's team, but he reinvented he put Mertens a bit, okay? in that false number. Yes, yeah, false number nine. And now you think maybe with those players. Then he also had the regista, Jorginho. So you have Pjanic. He plays if the 4-3-3. Three, three. Yeah, depending, depending if he goes or not as your regista. Ronaldo, Dybala might be the false nine. And then you could have a ch- choice of Douglas Costa, Cuadrado, or, or Bernardeschi, or any other new people to, to go in. So, I mean, there's very similarities in that team. Now it all depends is if he's able to get the locker room because he's have he's has had problems with certain Napoli players who who do not play certain Chelsea players who do not play because he's very limited to his you know 13, 13 15 yeah. guys and that's it yeah and in Champions League and playing a season in Serie A you well, need to be able to. I think have you could put two balance. different teams for Juventus: one in Champions Mike, League and one for yeah. Serie A. Mike, what do you think about? But is he willing to, to do it? Is he the right <laughs> this coach? Is a good one. I- what Ludovico was saying before, nothing will surprise me. Yeah, but do you think he's the right coach? Strictly, emotions aside, do you think he's the right coach that Juventus if, need? If you can't get Guardiola, to be honest, I don't know too much about Bochettino and uh, the other the other coaches that they're linked to. I don't think they're as good as him. 
But um, if they could get Sarri, if Guardiola uh, says no, I think that'd be huge for Juventus. Second best, second best that you could get. I, I definitely agree with Michael as in second best. As in Pochettino, I, I'm i not, not convinced know. by that. If you could get Klopp, I think he would be a huge, a good option. You don't know. Uh, if you get Guardiola, you get Guardiola. I think Conte would have been my second choice. But I think that Sarri is a good option. The concern with Sarri is that this midfield could never play with Sarri. So if you get Sarri, or even if you get Guardiola... Matuidi, Emerchan, and Pjanic, it can never be his midfield trio. They're talking about Pogba or Savic or Jorginho, whoever oh, it would you have, be. You, have Ramsey you, need, already. you need ball-playing midfielders. You need ball-playing midfielders who actually can dictate play and build up. Now, the concern with Sadi is that Sadi's very revolutionary. Sadi comes in and he's going to need to change everything about Juventus. Juventus play the complete opposite of how Sadi plays football or how Sadi thinks of football. Juve's motto, only thing that matters is winning. Sadi needs to build. He needs to play beautiful football. And I think that that's one of the concerns that well, I would have with Sadi is that before we get Ludo, Antonio, real quick, don't get too mad. Emotions aside. I have my opinions. I'm telling you about Sadi. Sadi, number one. Maestro, I think it's a little bit an exaggeration, right? <laughs> let's not, let's not. Maestrino. Maestro, right. He's uh, a little kindergarten teacher. Let's not go to maestro now. Come on. Okay, number one. He's a university. He's, a Harvard. Two. He's a Harvard number teacher. Number two. He's a Harvard professor. Number two, let me bring it up to your, to your, to your attention. This guy here has disrespected the De Laurentiis family. What? Live on Primetime TV. Primetime TV. <laughs> tell you, tell you this, this is why. Good. You are the coach of my team. I am paying you, okay? You're not using my players. You decided when my team goes out of the Euro Cup, the European uh, Wait, uh, Europa, uh, Europa League, because you thought you could win the Campionato. You failed to win the, win the Campionato because you're not using all the players. And number three, you never pay attention to what anybody else on top of you, the one that really cuts the check for you or signs the check, tells you to do. What makes you think that Agnelli is going to give a 100% carte blanche into the hand of Sarri yeah, and with his lapdog next to him, Medved, you think he's not going to go down to the locker room and say, my boss said, I want this guy to play. Okay, sorry. I totally disagree he's with you. Type of, he's not the type of coach Hold that would fit into no. Juventus. Tell him, Ando. I'm telling you. Tell long, long, long story no. short, you don't think Sadi's right for you? Absolutely not. Guardiola. Besides Guardiola. Besides Guardiola. Gasperini. Okay. He's not able no, to. Okay, Gasperini is not able. Mate, Guardiola. <laughs> listen, uh, Anto, Guardiola is just like. He's also a Harvard professor, just like Sarri. But Guardiola coaches <laughs> in a Harvard university that is worth a billion dollars, yes. and Sarri it's worth two hundred thousand. But true. it's still right. it, it's no, different. One hundred percent right. Guardiola is capable to teach and to stay at the hard okay. stage. He's not. He's not arguing Guardiola. He's I'm just, not arguing with Guardiola. I'm saying kindergarten. Sarri is not a maestro the way you brought you brought Guardiola, him on the table. Guardiola, uh, Manchester same. City spent over a billion and still they don't have Let a. Let me tell uh, you, a maestro. Exactly. Let me tell you, a maestro. Sarri did not invent anything about soccer. Guardiola, yes, he invented soccer. But, but they, the they, 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 they all they're, 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 they're
Uh, Sakhi started this. That's it. Sakhi okay. has been coming. We could even go back to the 70s of Luis Vinicio back in the set, but now we're going back. Don't now. put Sari under the In maestro, regards to Sari, okay. Antonio, just here. to remind you, yeah. 30 seconds, that Sari, up to six, seven years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago, Sari was a bank teller. Yeah. Okay. Sari is the type of person that won't mind if next year he goes back to being a bank teller, meaning back to a Serie C team or a Serie B team. That's the kind of person he is. Remember, he still coaches with a sweatsuit on. <laughs> so Damien doesn't, he could go back to coach any, he just loves coaching and bringing on his philosophy. Now, as far as Juventus is, Sarri, the way Sarri plays, we already mentioned before, 4-3-3, and the way Sarri plays that he spends 70, 80% of the game in the opposing team's half. Possession and playing in the other half of the field. That's what Juventus needs in order to win the Champions League. If, if today, and this is my personal opinion, if Allegri today is not the coach of Juventus anymore, I think Ronaldo had a lot to do with it. Okay. Because you do talk to your player that has won five uh, best player of the I year. I agree with that. Five Champions I, I, League. I'll take that. You ask, you ask your player, say, listen, what did we miss? We, miss, we were missing the attacking play, the mentality of winning the Champions League. And Allegri was never able to give that, that, Juve, that, that style of play, any style of play to Juventus that Sarri is able to because give. Because he now, never had one. Okay, okay. He never had one. Now, Sarri is good for Juventus, but now you have a Ronaldo. You, you, you bought a play that you paid 100 million plus 30 million a year now, you want to win right away because you have Ronaldo. And in order to win, in order to bring Sarri's philosophy, it's going to take a little time. He's not a saint that's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen overnight. It's going to require months. Maybe it's going to require a season in order to bring on that philosophy. But Juventus will have that mentality of Champions League playing every game, whether you're home and away, pay, playing an attacking game imposing your style of play. One second, Anto, Anto, wait, you wait, do wait. what I tell you to do. My team is going to tell you what One to second. do on the no, field. No, no. I command you. Wait, wait, that wait, is wait, what Viola Sarri is not going to be given two years to win the Champions League. You win it now wanna, or you out. I want to ask you. Because, no, I, I completely agree with you. And do you think from Juventus' perspective, it's a smart move to get Sarri and say, guys, this season, like you said, it might take a season. Do you think it's worth it for Juventus? Guys, but but in a season's time, we're going to have that? Or do you think it's too much of a risk for Juventus to do that? No, I think it's worth it. I, I, at this point, at this point, at this point, if, you, if Juventus is able to make a couple of, um, of signings, minor touches that Sarri needs to bring certain players that he's able to coach and create that philosophy, then yes. So now you went, uh, you will not have the same problems like he had in Naples, like Peter was saying, that you only have 12, 13 players to play with. Now he has 24 to play with. And he can play with one team in Serie A, and he can play with a total different team on Wednesday. What makes you think he's going to do that? Okay, he didn't do it with Napoli. He, he has the budget that he didn't have relax. in Juventus. Relax. Okay, one, one last question to build up. And I think that. And he has, well, he has is, Zielinski on the bench for an entire year. 
Derrick is a champion. He was no, Derrick was the 12, the 13 player. He always played no, everything. He was a champion. He, he always played everything. But we saw when he put the bay a couple, of, a couple of games, he started certain players and the level of the team and the level of the team went, uh, you see, this went is, down. This is, I, I really agree with you because I'm on that same mindset. And that's why I thought for Juventus, it would have been a smarter strategy to get Conte who would be able to give you that game, that identity that Allegri didn't have, but also not have to wait a season. And I think that he understood the Juventus style a little bit better than I think that Sarri does. It's a complete revolution. So if Juventus gets Sarri, they have to buy into that mindset. Yes. I was not, I'm still not completely sold that they are willing to. Peter, I could see that you I'm want to say something. Saying, I think it's not necessarily going to take one year. Because the level of the players that Juventus has, it can take a little bit less than that. What it might, what might With happen. With a couple of minor what, touches. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Need minor saying, touch. you need minor touch. You need fight tuning. Yeah. yeah. But a what might happen. From Let Napoli me just finish. Or maybe what what might, what yeah, might, sure. what might happen. He's getting at you. Five hundred million dollars. Koulibaly from here. Hazard from there. Manolas. Manolas from here. Then you got it. Hazard. Hazard is a player. Let's not talk about Hazard. They might be willing. They might sacrifice the squad. Uh, maybe the Scudetto, Scudetto yeah. in place of a Champions League because it, if you're able to figure out Saudi system in eight months, then you're right in time for Champions League, you know, quarterfinal, point. semifinal. Final. That's why it might be perfect for you. <clears throat> Everything's lining up. Conte, every well, year, every place he goes to, he wins his first season. Oh now my. he might have the opportunity because Saudi's system is going to take a step, uh, a, a second to learn. I don't think at this point, Marco, is about the Scudetto. Let's not yeah. forget that 90% of the teams in Italy... Basically, when they play against a strong team like Juventus or Napoli, they basically, they play within the 30-yard line. And the way these guys play, meaning that they don't open up, it's hard to score with that philosophy because now you're going round and round. But this team would be different now. I well, think. I, but in Champions League, that's where the, that's, yeah, I think yeah, Juventus yeah. signing with Sarri comes with the Juventus League uh, with, 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 the, with the Champions League in mind, yes. meaning that when you play outside of Italy, the teams are not as disciplined. Mm -hmm. They don't close themselves in defense outside the box. You have 11 players outside the box. They come at you, and that's where yes. Sarri's style exactly. of play explodes, and it's beautiful. It's like seeing... The, the the roses in May, Ay, you know, yeah. opening opening up and, and you the smelling roses the roses. May. I love your that, analogy. That, that, that's <laughs> when you see it. But in Italy, you didn't get to see it. Even how many games with Napoli finished zero zero because now you have eleven players behind the ball. They park in the bus in front of the box, and now how do you how do you get through? Now let me, let me ask. But in you, Champions League, it's a total different we, uh, it's a total different game. As soon have, as you leave Italy. We have a topic that's coming up right now, and it says trader. We have to talk about this right now because we have, in contention, we have Antonio Conte, who all Juventus fans right now want to remove his star from the stadium, calling him all bad types of things, saying he's trader for going to Inter. And now, on the reverse, we have Napoli fans who are saying that it's um, Sarri would be a trader from Naples to go to Juventus. Nope. Um, Sadi commented saying before in the past, he said, I would never have gone directly to another Italian team. That's why he chose Chelsea. That was part of what he did. Ludovico, you're Napolitano. You're the most Napolitano person I've ever met. I, How I do you think feel that, about it? I think that your heart could be in one place or belong somewhere, but your profession takes you elsewhere because that's where the work is. 
just like a son or a daughter leaving the family, leaving their moms and going to work in another country, you still love your mom, you still love your dad, but they live 5,000 miles away, but your heart is still there, but your work and profession collecting the checks you and elsewhere. Elsewhere. But wait one second. Now let's say okay, let's use you. I like I like where your mindset's going. <laughs> now let's say this, right? You want to use let's say the mom has a family business, right? You're in the family business oh, in uh, Bay Ridge, right? But now let's say instead of your little family business that you're running, the son says, you know what? I'm gonna go to Costco down the street. That's in the same same town. Because it's not that he's going five thousand miles away. He's not going to a new league. He's going there to compete. And to take business away from your parents. Ooh. What are you doing to your parents, Ludo? No, you, you have to. <laughs> right? You, you, no, I, I disagree. You have to respect your sons. You, you have to respect your children's. They, they, they have to go their own way. They have to live their lives and they have to take their path and they have to take their road. How many, right now, nothing comes to mind, but how many examples we have that rich people, their sons, they, they don't even tell anyone, oh, my father is rich and they live a poor life because they want to create something on their own and they don't want to rely on their family's money. They, they want to do it on their own. They want to be, so you, you have to respect the son's opinion and say, I'm going to move away from my dad, from my mom, even though they have their own business, I want to create and do something on my own. In other words, you don't hold it against Saudi. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know where his heart is. He loves Naples. He loves the city. Just like he loves all the other uh, clubs that he has coached. Maybe a little bit more, you know, uh, the uh, uh, Napoli. But his profession takes them elsewhere. You have to respect the man. Uh, you what know, do you the mean decision. for profession? Okay. His cash brought him somewhere else. That's what it's all about. It. What profession? Ando, what how profession? Is the, how is the every day, every cash. day, every not year. That much money. Every you year you have, million. every year you have new oh, coaches yeah. coming out. New coaches trying to invent something, new coaches trying to find a job. Listen, for any coach, today you have a job, tomorrow you may not have one. Who knows for how many years Mourinho might be without a team? You know, or thousands of other coaches in Italy or in other parts of the world that are unemployed. Mm -hmm. So take it while it's hot. Take it because you tomorrow you I've, may not. I'll tell you. You, you, you may not have the opportunity. As if Gattuso went to coach Inter. I, I somehow not disagree with him, but this is my take. Yeah. If Conte is going to be the Inter's coach now, it's because something is going went on that this cannot be, really be, you know, sewn back together. In other words, there was a big gap. It was an opening, a huge opening, made it into a shirt of Conte when he had probably a fight with Agnelli's family and all the stuff that is the reasons why Agnelli is not bringing Conte back because Agnelli he had, a, he had just a, a phone call it was a phone call away to tell Conte hey you're going to yeah. better option come back or they well, have a better option I, Conte I agree with you Conte and Sarri are two different come stories back. because we want Conte, you to be coaching Juventus Conte again. wanted to go to Juventus so, so, if they called them they would have went there are different. few things that it we don't different. know there it are is a few different. things that we I don't know I would love to see From I can't course. wait to see Sarri coach in Champions League with a, with a respectable roster of 24 starters and see and impose his style of play and what he can do okay. in Would you think he with Chelsea? No. Well, he did it. Listen, guys, he did it with Chelsea. He did it. Let me bring up a question right now. I asked Ludovico. Anto wasn't here. Uh, but I'm going to repeat it so Anto could hear Ludovico's thing. I was saying if Antonio was a player for Napoli and he was making $1 million in salary 
and Juventus comes calling, Agnelli's like, listen, Ludo, we like we like uh, your midfield uh, capabilities. We want you to bring you to Juve. Want, we want you to be in our project, and we're going to offer you $10 million a season. And you said, would you go or, or would you stay? Well, you didn't finish the question, though. Oh, well, question. there's well, there's another. Well, your question is not complete. You said ten million. Now, no, no, it's not one million or ten Salary. million. Now, what? am I at the end of my contract with Napoli, you're or I'm still on the contract with Napoli? Oh, no. uh, you're still in your contract. Napoli still. So Napoli has to make the decision whether to sell me or not. Okay, you're at the end of your contract. You can extend with Napoli. Napoli says it's in your hands. You and decide. Napoli wants you to stay, and everyone's DMing you on Instagram. All the Napoli fans, please stay. A million to ten million. Yes, I would go. You'd go? Yes. And you're the most Napolitano person I ever know. If this, you I would, you but that knows, it's like, it's like I said before. Leaving. It's like I said before. Number one, oh, the, yeah. the career of a player is very short. You never know what could happen to you tomorrow if you're able to play injuries if and all that. If a fan gets you, now, right? to, now, in today's soccer, before, back in the 70s and 80s and earlier, mm-hmm. players only played 40, 50 games a year. Not even. Now, your career could have been extended to 37, 38, 39. But now, if you play in a prime club, you're playing 80, 90 seasons a year, which means now your career uh, is uh, yeah, yeah, it's shorter. So now, after when you're already 31, 32, ciao, bye. I get, I get what you're saying. Now, Antonio, with Milan or Bari, what would you say? Milan's, Milan's offering you one million contract. And Juventus and is No, no, no. And Inter's offering you 10 million. Yeah. Never, ever, Why ever. not? Why not? I will go to Inter. Why not? Okay, let me ask you one. Wait, wait, wait. wait let me change wait, you. Not, not one million. You a hundred thousand <laughs> at Milan versus ten million at Inter. Look what Gattuso did, guys. AC Milan. But you're. We're asking AC you. Milan. We're asking yes, you. No, for you. For okay, you. for me, I will never do that. Number one, you play for the shirt. It doesn't exist anymore. It does. <laughs> it does not exist. It does. This is a great argument. traditional. Let me make, let me bring a few examples for you. Totti played for the shirt. De Rossi played for the shirt. Maldini played for the shirt. Those days are over. What do you mean that over? Listen, I'm a traditionalist They're just like you are. Ma- the rest are all it's mercenaries. The fans, it's the fans' fault. Do not fall in love with the players. Fall in love with the shirt. Listen, I need see Milan DNA. Wow, this is good. So don't fall in with Maradona. Wait a moment. I want to go to the 80s. Look what I said before. You're not listening. Uh, I said it's not like the 80s, but the Baggio, 70s, but and 80s. Baggio went from How Inter Milan. Like you mean Well, the way why Baggio went from uh, there are the rumors why Baggio went from uh, from team to team. And AC Milan DNA cannot be modified. Okay. And <laughs> DNA, a DNA is a DNA. It's how you born. <laughs> you born <laughs> with that DNA on. You cannot modify. It's just it belongs just to you yourself, and that's it. Peter, Peter, how about you? Yeah. Oh. One hundred thousand at Inter versus ten million at AC Milan. Honestly, I like it. No, no, no. If you gotta be honest, you have to be a professional about it. What first of Inter is offering hundred thousand? That means that they they don't consider you as a top Extension player. Extension to a million, okay. possibly to a million at the end of the season. But even Probably. a million, a million to ten million, a million to ten million for one in one year <laughs> is is that is could make big, my own price. Right. No, it's I, ten ten years working for Inter. 
compared so, to... So you we have Mertens. Look, look at Mertens. Player, Mer Mertens to. refused to go to China because he loves Naples. Player, you have to. Professional player, you have to. Everybody has to make, maybe, a, maybe, make a decision. Maybe it was it's, four it's million personal. to ten million so you stay. It's a personal that's decision. That's a big, big difference. A million to ten million, no, but like four or five million to ten million. It's a personal decision. But now, Peter. Zanetti was going to pay you Look. Look, look, look at look at a player who's 21, 22, 23, making a certain amount okay. of money and now being offered 10 great. million. Okay. I'm 23. Do I take at least? What happens if I get injured? My career is over. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Look, look at Van Basten. Van Basten paid back in the 80s. He it only played true. up to 30. No, he only played up to 31 years old. Antonio, did then. you take anything, any of this into account or no? I respect that. No, 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 doesn't matter. Everyone will love you over there, no right? No way. These guys, everyone will spit on you guys listen, on the street. No everybody makes their own decision okay, again. Everybody, it's it's yeah, it's it's a personal yeah. decision. No, I agree with listen, that. Buffon, it's a personal but, decision. But listen, Buffon, he could have stayed an extra year. Uh, uh, but that's not Buffon's fault. It's everything. Everything. Everything also, comes Totti, to a Totti personal Also, was making decision. good money. De Rossi was making good money. That's Maldini true. was making good money. But also, but good also money. about winning too, because Totti winning could have won a different case. Totti could yes, have won winning a is a different case. Yeah. Winning yeah. is a different On case. On top of the, the amount yeah, of money, yeah, but winning is a different case. Yeah, but now, but now here, now you, you, now you just brought up Totti. Okay, you're leaving now, for glory. Here I am, Totti. I live in Rome. I was born in Rome. I play in Roma. I am technically speaking the owner of the city. I'm the eighth king of Rome. I'm even more famous than Julius Caesar. Now I go to Real Madrid, I'm one of 24. Yeah. Now, what do I want to do? Do I want to be one of 24 or I want to be the, the, the emperor of the city? Or, or That's a decision say, or, that you need to make. Well, we could even say for Del Piero who stayed in Serie B instead of going. So I, I didn't mean to just put it on Totti. My point is that I think that I don't get mad, like you said, it's about a personal, the player on the back. Because it's, a, it's, it's a personal decision. It's also, it's not supposed to be like that. It makes the players who are so special, Zanetti to you, Maradona to you, Del Piero to me, Maldini to you, Manolazna. who were boyhood <laughs> who were boyhood clubs who stayed with their club forever, no matter what happened. It's not that every player is supposed yeah, to be like that. It, it's what makes them special. But you also have to have the club that Listen, makes you feel special. The problem on this okay, discussion respect. is this, that we live in the United States, and in the United States... It's all about the money. Business is business, okay? But you chose your heart. In Italy... Because he's a true man. In That's Italy, why. when you when you're wearing a Napoli shirt or an AC Milan shirt, this is what you you were dreaming all your life. Money comes Second. secondary. Wait, now, you know what? I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Put oh. me on the spot. If Body and Milan are both offering you a contract, who do you go with? I'll take both. <laughs> but both is not a choice. Body at nighttime, meal in the morning, right? Well, same same amount of money. Uh, that's a stupid question. <laughs> Why is it a stupid question? Right? A stupid we made everybody choose between money and their thing. And Bari is my city. I always gonna be cheering for Bari. But AC Milan has been my club since I grew up, so and I, I grew up idolized, uh, you know, the champion of AC Milan and and everybody else. So, so Milan, I think AC Milan. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Every again decisions. Anyway. Uh, Mike, we got any questions? Yeah, we, we have a few. Do you we, want to finish it up or should we have to start with Yeah, what, what else didn't we say? Did we, Pogba? Did we, who? Pogba. They're saying Pogba oh, yeah, maybe back to Juventus. Rumors. I think Pogba, perfect player. No, Koulibaly. You need, you need two or three little touches. You know, Pogba, Pogba, Koulibaly, Pogba is a perfect maybe player. Maybe Jorginho, Zeko. Juventus uh, have been missing. Uh, Azad. Azad. We actually have. Azad is a player. Azad. I think, I think Dybala should watch when, uh, when Azad plays. 
You should go watch Dybala all his games. Dybala is a different player. To me, Dybala yeah. is a champion. I wish I could yeah, have Dybala. He's a champion. Oh, oh. Cita, Cittadella um, Verona. and Verona. Verona's back in Serie A. Um, they, they beat, they beat uh, Cittadella in the final. So they're the, they're the team that's coming up. The U20s um, of the World Cups, Italy's doing really, really well. They top their group. They beat Poland. They beat... They're in the quarterfinals, right? Yes, they got to win the winner of Mali and Argentina. They're going into the quarterfinals, so things are pretty good. I just want to add, since we're talking about Sadi, Jorginho actually came up with a quote. uh, He said today in a press conference, he says, We know how Napoli fans are. They give their all. Sadi is in in their hearts, so yes, for them, it could be seen as a betrayal. But let's see what happens. We don't know anything yet. Guys, that's what Jorginho Champions League final. Most boring game you've ever very seen? Boring. Yeah, yeah, very did you watch boring. it, Ludo? Yes, I did. I think yeah. it has to be one of the most boring games I've ever seen. Yeah. It was. Awkward. It, 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 Awkward, the right? thing is, right, the, the game was the game was uh, was over technically speaking after twenty seconds with that with that uh, with that penalty kick. And I think that because of that penalty kick, we we did not see a spectacular uh, I would have loved a, a to see Ajax uh, over Tottenham. No, I think I think no matter what, I think it was always going to be a type of game like this. I don't think Tottenham would have they wouldn't take the game like that. And Liverpool's also a team that could sit back and hit it on the counter. Well, Ajax would have been nice because they would have been hounding them for ninety minutes. I think I think the game was like that because we saw spectacular games in the semifinals and in the quarterfinals. We saw so a lot were. of comebacks. Mm. So basically, both teams, since it's only one game, ninety minutes and not 180 minutes, they both, technically speaking, put on a coat and a scarf and say, okay, let's not... Yeah, but Ludo, you're losing one nothing from the beginning and then yeah. you don't even attack the player, you don't even put the pressure. Into the last I, 10 minutes. I can't believe it. The Pochettino, Pochettino is the type of coach that I've seen, I've seen put a lot of pressure. You want to wait until the, the last 10, 15 minutes to start Especially to Lucas Mora, who's been the I can't key believe for Tottenham. He waited way too long to put yeah. Lucas... The moment they put Lucas Mora in, the game changed. Well, that's good. Harry, Patrick, Harry Kane was not doing anything Nothing. inside the match. He was... Yeah. He was it, it made it no sense yeah, that Lucas Moura. Yeah. I would love to see. Off. I would love to see Ajax in that uh, yeah, in that particular too. game. And uh, but, but congrats, congrats to Liverpool. Um, Van Dijk, phenomenal centre back, um, and the entire team. I'm happy for Klopp. You know, he lost six fi- five finals before that. Every final he was in, he always lost. So he won a final. I think he's a good guy. I think he deserved to win. And I think the the biggest takeaway from this I took is that. I think in Italy, we can learn a little bit. For five years, Klopp hasn't won anything. And the board still sat behind him. They still Aye. believed in his project. Because here, you don't win in two years. Bye-bye, you're out. Yeah. So I think he's shown signs of progression. And he won. And so for that, that was one of the takeaways that I had. And I think Liverpool deserved it more than Tottenham. Well, believe I think me, they were the Marco, team. we're going to go back to Conte. I think Conte is the type of coach that doesn't leave out the details. Of course, he had a, He asked the questions. Of course, he knows from the club how many years he has, what kind of project, what is the club's objectives. Everything is written in stone. So the club has to give him time if they want to reach that. Uh, if, if they want to reach that level, Mike, what questions? Everything takes time. Okay, so let's move on to question. They're uh, saying specifically for Ludovico, what signings do you think Napoli need to make to compete for Juve? And uh, now that they're in the bubble, uh, so they can go into Champions League. We definitely need. We definitely need another forward, a good forward. Zapata. Zapata, I doubt it, but uh, wow. I, I strongly believe in Milik. Guy's consistent year after year. He'll who, score between fifteen and twenty. We need. We we need. A, we need a forward. I don't know who that might be. You need a forward, and then you need one or two uh, uh, midfielders. 
and you definitely need another fullback. Napoli oh. strongly yeah, wow. believes in a comeback with Gulam. He's not going to the African Cup. He's doing a special program um, rehabilitation. rehabilitation to be ready for uh, next for uh, next season for July 9th when the the team gets together again. I have my doubts to see uh, Gulam the way he was prior to the first injury two years ago against uh, against Manchester City. Uh, he was one of the best fullbacks in uh, Europe. We have Di Lorenzo from uh, from uh, from Empoli. That's that signing. But you need two midfielders, a forward, and you need another fullback. Because Malquit is gonna is gonna stay. No, yeah, center backs. Okay, you have Koulibaly, you have Albiol that can play another be. year. But then you got Maximovic that, and Luperto, where he's an under twenty one, and uh, and and work a little bit at attack because uh, Albiol is thirty three. But he could give you one more year, or maybe not start all the games next to Koulibaly. But then you have Maximovic and you have Luperto, an under, the under-21 player, player that are that, that, working. But you definitely need another, you need a fullback. Okay, uh, next one, uh, we know that Zuri are together. They're playing Greece next. Uh, uh, Zuri didn't play a friendly. How are you guys feeling uh, against Greece? They're playing in Greece. We're going to cremate them. Well, well, the front three is expected to be Quagliarella, Chiesa, and... We're going to shish kebab them. No. <laughs> okay, what do you guys think? Uh, we haven't Just seen the team in a while. We're going to feta cheese them. <laughs> Mike is Greek, by the way, so yeah. that's, that's, that's why We're everybody's not, saying... Okay. No, I mean, okay. I, this What's is actually it? common. I didn't even say it, but... Um, Anything okay. else? Sorry, Mike. Yeah, well, last one. Uh, this one's about Milan. They said since Milan's in a financial crisis, should they sell Donnarumma since they have Blitzari in the youth money that's been performing very well? Pretty good question. And you can get a good uh, Uh, not fifty million. No, only Donnarumma. I'll say I will sell Donnarumma uh, to Nana competitive team. The only team that I would like in Italy to go Donnarumma is Napoli. Napoli have three goalkeepers. <laughs> we have Meren. We have the under twenty. Yeah, but we have, uh, we have a goalkeeper Napoli. who's better than Donnarumma. Oh, oh, yeah, I said oh. this is better. On your dreams. I said this in the last. In class. your dreams. I, can, I don't change never, my Never, never, never. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, wait. Just to respond to him, I said, why Donnarumma is the Italian national team goalkeeper? No, he's also there, but because no, no. According to Di Biagio, he completed a cycle with the under twenty-one. And he's going to start with the with the elderly, but Meret is also with the with the uh, with Mancini, but now they need him for the uh, for the European Cup of the under twenty one. So Meret is you a starting goalkeeper. You know why? Because keeper. they know that Donnarumma is better than him. End of the story. My dear Antonio, you know where you see a good horse? Yeah. When it climbs, when it goes up the oh. hill. Oh. That's when you see if it's a good horse. Oh. Oh. Wait and Listen. see. Crazy, you know when you see a good Wait horse when, see. when that horse flies? No, that's when it goes up the hill. Very similar horses got, got, got wings to got wings. Just like the Italian tour, the cycling tour. You don't win those. Listen. You win when Bottom you go up line, the mountains. You guys are jealous. You don't have Donnarumma. What have you ever seen a horse with the wings? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> it. Unicorns with the wings. Pegasus. Horses with the wings. In body only, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're coming actually from Greece across the ocean. from magic, right? Hey, anyway, anyway, we... Uh, do we have to say uh, anything to anyone? Ah, wait. Let's oh, let's wish good girl, uh, good luck to the girls. The World Cup. Oh, the yeah. ladies. When are we starting? When are we starting? Next yeah. week? Next week. Next week. Oh, uh, to the, the Azzurri, to the, the girls. We have a national team. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah, a wonderful team. we have oh, a good boy. team. Yeah. Well, America is always any name, really any, good. Any name associated with some of the players? 
Anymore? Oh, Gabriel. no, she's not there. She's not there. No, there's Sara. Sara. Sara, the Dama. Gama. She's the captain. Yeah, she's great player. She's great. Italy is also playing Brazil in the third game. So there's a lot of going on this summer. You have the uh, Copa America. You have the. Uh, I'm excited to learn about it though, because we don't know enough about the women's team. But apparently, the women's team is very good. It so, is. So let's hope in the World Cup, them and the U20s are doing very good um, with what they're doing. Uh, you got to watch the U20s. They're actually pretty good. I did watch your boy Pinamonti. Did you see his cucchiaio? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very good. Um, okay, as always, Ludo, thank you for coming. My pleasure, guys. Um, you and Antonio, man, today. I like Ludovico. I mean, uh, I know you. This fight for a second. I know we're gonna have to hold you guys I think back. Difference in opinion. It's it's uh, it's okay. Everyone yeah. is entitled to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the podcast is gonna be over, I'm gonna kill him before he gets <laughs> Guys, by the way, wait. Yeah. Say it. I want to say hello to, to uh, the, the son of Stefan is one of our teammates. I thought he was going to say the son of Sam. He's one of our, we play with uh, the, the old timers over here on uh, at the Verrazzano Complex. Uh, his name is Antonio. I said, hey, Stefano, this is for your son. I promise you that we'll yeah. say hello to your son. Uh-huh. I'm saying hello to him. Antonio. Uh, one more Antonio. Antonio. <laughs> every Sunday we play, every Sunday morning, Pine Lawn against uh, against Greenwood. Okay, Pine Lawn is the cemetery in Long Island and Greenwood is where? <laughs> Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, okay. okay. So, I would I would rather watch that game than watch the Champions League final. To oh, be he's, honest with you, he scored an, uh, he scored against uh, Pine Lawn, I guess. Did he? Did you <laughs> last week? Against Sunday. dead people. That's the only way you can do it. Anyway, guys, if you're depressed. Keep watching the podcast. If you take an antidepressant, if you're depressed. No, no, watch the podcast. If you're depressed, never watch Milan. You get more depressed. Do we, do we have a, Do we have any sales going on? No, 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 no more sales. No more I'm sales. kidding. I'm kidding. You rate the podcast. How much? I rate the podcast with five stars. I've been uh, many people. I don't know why they keep stopping me on the street. I said, are you the guys of the podcast? But they don't know me by name so far. So tell us. Antoine. Antoine. Huh? Antoine. Antoine. What's your first <laughs> uh, Anyway, guys, keep watching. Yes. Keep rate spreading the news. Yep. And and uh, no more sale, you said, right? No. Okay. And Forza Verona. <laughs> Peter. Peter, say something. Say Peter. something, Peter. Ciao, Happy, Happy summer, everyone. Happy summer, yeah. Happy, and, uh, Happy soccer. Buon Natale. <laughs> 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 As always, talk to you. Ciao, ragazzi.